force is coming into balance. And we're here to find it. I need someone to show me my place in all this. You're traveling the Junlin Wastes with Mark and Dan. The Junlin Wastes are not to be traveled lightly. A podcast exploring the issues, ideas, and imagination from the legendary Star Wars tales through the Star Wars expanded universe and beyond. Always remember, your focus determines your reality. Hello there, I'm Mark. With me is my co-host, Dan. Hello. And you are listening to the Traveling the Jundlin Waste podcast for June 23rd, 2022. Yes, the band is back together again. Yeah, uh, it's been uh, it's been quite some time, man, since we've been behind the the microphones here at the uh, TJW podcast. Yeah, it's great to be back. I think uh, I think the fog is starting to clear. We got Maybe. You know, some, <laughs> some big things happening in life, and now we're starting to hopefully settle back in. Yeah, I, well, I I think if I remember correctly, and you can correct me if I'm wrong here, um, I think the last time we were on, we had just finished up speaking about. Uh, the book of Boba Fett around the uh, the beginning of the year, I think. Yeah, um, we had so I, I mean I think we both agreed that that we enjoyed, you know, how can you not enjoy not having you know not having like you know new new Star Wars coming out, um, but we we, we 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 wrestled with it a little bit and 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 we said what we like what we didn't like. Um, I feel we've entered into a new dimension now that we have seen six episodes of the Obi-Wan Kenobi series. Uh, we didn't have any uh, episode by episode uh, recap or anything like that. Um, just because, I, 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 as I mentioned before, the, the, the format of the show had changed a little bit. Um, so I was given my 15 minute, uh, you know, uh, lunchtime, you know, Star Wars thoughts. Um, but yeah, after very good, they're very good. By the oh, way. thank you very much. Yeah. Um, but after watching <laughs> that sixth, F, I mean, we were all ready. I mean, we were back and forth, you know, on, on Facebook, ch- you know, chatting with each other saying like, you know, did you see that last episode? Like, OMG, like, are they really doing this? Are they really going there? Um, but yesterday we both saw that sixth episode and we will say right now, um, this is going to be a spoiler heavy, um, episode of TJW podcast. So if you have not seen all of Kenobi yet, you've been given fair warning here, shut the podcast off for now, go back, binge it completely, then turn this back on. So (laughs) we, 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 we're protecting everybody here from, from the spoilers and, and from, from, from the enjoyment of it. But, um, you know, after watching that sixth episode of, of Obi-Wan Kenobi, I mean, I sat there saying like, you know, okay, I'm a little speechless. I'm just a yeah. little bit speechless. And I didn't yeah. know really, like, I mean, we were talking about, like, we got, we got to talk about this on the podcast, but I'm like, where do we even start? I mean, you, you told me this morning, I mean, this is, I thought this is a, really, this was something that you said that I was like, boy, this really hits the nail on the head. You're like, this is probably the first time since, the great GL George Lucas, you know, handed over the, that the franchise to Disney, that this felt like 
something that George could have done. <laughs> or this would have been something like a continuation of, of where he left off. Yeah, I think it I think it really it just continues the story and I think it really finishes the prequels. And, That's uh, an interesting thing you say as well too is that this is yeah. re- I mean, we're looking at a prequel here. This is prequel era stuff and we haven't really gotten anything uh within this time period with the exception of Rogue One which I mean that's really on the edge of the prequel into 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 the original trilogy but uh yeah I mean it, it did it for you let's let's just we'll start like on on a, on a larger level here and we'll try to like you know get start nitpicking a little bit <laughs> as we go along here sure. but uh, um I, I mean for for me this this I mean maybe just because we're only 24 hours out of seeing this uh, last episode but but I really feel that this is this has been the best Star Wars Disney series thus far and I loved Mandalorian <laughs> I mean I really I really enjoyed Mandalorian I I, I liked Bo- Book of Boba Fett I wouldn't put it as like you know the, the best Star Wars that I've seen but it was still a lot of fun uh, but this was really taking the storytelling and really gosh you know you're bringing in Hayden and Ewan they're reprising their roles they look like, at least from what we saw from like at Star Wars Celebration, as they were being interviewed and spoken to, and and their 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 little tour promoting, you know, Kenobi, is that they were really really enjoying this this time, you know, embracing those characters. Um, I can't say that it was the same way when they were making the prequels, but for this, it seems like you know all barrels wide open, and they are full on enjoying this experience. Uh, reprising as Obi Wan and and Vader or Anakin slash Vader. Yeah, I think I think uh, what's amazing is you can. Okay, first spoiler. Yes. Uh, so again, if you haven't turned it off, turn it off. Uh, if you haven't, we gave them fair warning. Uh, don't worry. <laughs> yeah. So, I think the fight scene was like the lightsaber fight was. I think this is the best in all of Star Wars. Like it blew my mind, and and I think part of the reason is they were like full in like they were so exuberant and like i mean it was no holds barred they it looked like they were really fighting each other i mean it was amazing like i said it I, blew I, me away yeah i think it t- i think i told you this i said i for the last couple episodes i felt especially I mean, t- couple i mean that fight in itself like i said it really i mean <laughs> as we sit there and we talk about you know the greatest lightsaber fights ever <laughs> in star wars right. this is going to be one of them uh, but but it, it really felt like for the last couple episodes that i mean just do they do they like review everything from like the the forced unleash and said okay we're gonna pull that into this series deborah child's oh like God, right vader coming in and pulling down a ship out of the sky um vader in the in in, in yesterday's episode just taking all of those rocks and boulders and just leveling <laughs> obi-wan over and over and over again it was it, like I said, it felt like something out of, of of a video game where where you were given the ability to just let all these force powers just 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 fly. Um, yeah, I it, mean, it, I love. Yeah, good. Yeah, it, it just um, the only I think downside be for this is that I mean we're probably gonna have to retro con this into, into the story somewhere. Is that by the time that 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 you know vader and 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 obi-wan meet on the death star in episode four that they're both just such weathered warriors that they don't have the ability to 
to pull ships out of the sky anymore or, or, or throw the big boulders or to, to take the individual and force... But now, of course, you know, we're, we're talking about, like, you know, something that was made well over 40, 45 years ago and, and they had no idea that, this, this, that the story was going to lead to this. But uh, it's, it's just... I mean, that is one of those things that I did notice in this series is this over-the-top use of, 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 the, of the force, which... I think really gave it a lot of, you know, gravitas and heaviness to it that I that I think this this story needed. Yeah, that's interesting. I I feel like there's that scene in Empire Strikes Back where he comes into the cave in Hoth and and um, you know the Millennium Falcon yep. just shoots out of there. And what's interesting is if you look at the timing and the way they did the shot of the ship blasting out of yeah. it after he pulls the other one down yeah it's very similar to the millennium falcon oh it totally so, is i mean so i it like kind of like it's almost even his like, walk into the into that cavern and so forth it yeah, reminded me so of it's that it's almost yeah. like it's almost like what they're saying is he could have done this in uh there's ways to understand it that you don't have you know like like it, that, i guess it's retconning but he, he he could have done that in empire strikes back and with luke yeah. like and he, remember when he's like in there in that 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 like hall with the big glass thing behind them and he's yes. throwing all the stuff at Luke and mm-hmm. then he falls out. So I feel like if you look at it in, the, in this context, he was going easy on Luke. Like like it, you know, like there's ways to understand. They can say like he he didn't want to kill Luke. Clearly. Well, you said this even before. You said he, Vader for some reason he went before he even realizes I think who Luke and Leia. He's very careful with both of them. And maybe he doesn't yeah. even know why, you know, maybe like he says, he has this inner feeling that, that he can't, he can't pull the, the, the typical Vader, like, you know, uh, interrogation that he wants to, at least none of these two. But, yeah, um, no, it's, uh, it's, I mean, so there's that, you know, so he says, uh, Obi-Wan says to him, I will do what I must, which is what he said in yes. Revenge of the Sith. Yes. But then a- Anakin Vader responds, then you will die. Not not you will try <laughs> right so yeah. it's like they wanted to show like his descent mm-hmm, into mm-hmm. this madness and that the most powerful line was when he said you know i after obi-wan kicks his kicks his ass yeah basically, basically yeah you know, obi-wan gets his mojo back and like the vader's i mean he's clear he's more powerful than darth vader that's what's crazy is you realize like obi-wan kenobi is more powerful than darth vader like holy cow yeah that's unbelievable you know well, this so, I think lends so when the whole, he, yeah. he 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 basically defeats Vader, and and Anakin, you can see Anakin's face, which I thought was really powerful, mm-hmm. and he says, "I you are I am not your failure, yeah. I killed him, yeah, yeah." Which old... which is again goes back <laughs> to the whole like Kylo Ren, yeah, yeah, you know, where he says your son was weak, yep, so, yeah. I killed, so I killed him or he got rid of him or whatever he yeah, says, yeah. But like it's like a similar, it's a neat connection, like. I like that direction that Disney is going is trying to connect all of it together. Yep. I think that I think I I think that probably some people will criticize that because because everyone is perfect they criticize everything on the internet. Um, but I think there's something really neat about trying to unite all the disparate parts. And I think they did it very um, tastefully too. I mean, I found some other areas, but I think I mentioned that I thought when Obi-Wan is holding up all those rocks that it was a, it was a nod back to that time when, when, when Ray is there saying, what does a Jedi do? Oh, floating rocks. Right. But this right. time, you know, if, if, you know something, 
Oh my god. Floating rocks great. does matter when it really does. <laughs> oh, that was that was <laughs> that scene was like Oh my god, I just totally blew my mind when he was just pummeling Vader with all these rocks. Like that well, was amazing. And then he doesn't kill him. I don't know. It's like amazing. Well, let me ask you this, okay? So, what did you uh, think uh, of it? Okay, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, I'll get back to that, but I just let, let, okay, let, let's let's yeah, start cool. a little bit at the beginning here cuz I want to try to deconstruct this a little bit to see how this story was so incredibly successful when I would say like I said, I mean, if we were talking about like you know the Star Wars community, there's always going to be differences of opinion, and it's very difficult to try to find a unified opinion on a lot of stuff. Besides, maybe even sure. the, the the you know Episode Four, maybe or Episode Five. But as we look right. back, I, you know, I, I was thinking when we when we first see Obi Wan in that first episode, there, you know, it's been ten years. He is beaten down. He's broken. He has basically you know accepted the reality of what's going on and that he's he's fulfilling his mandate that Yoda basically told him that, you know, just lay low, make sure nothing happens to Luke. Just make sure nothing happens. And by the way, at that same time, try try to try to learn a little bit from Qui-Gon. Who's, who's who, right. you know, I mean, it's like, I can't imagine Obi-Wan sitting there saying, well, where do I even start? You know, <laughs> go back to Tatooine yeah, where right? there's nothing going on. I mean, he... <laughs> I found it interesting that he got a job as a, as, as a meat cutter. I mean, it reminded me a little bit of like, you know, like Rocky when he has to like, you know, take the job at the, uh, the, the, the meat packing oh, plant right. and everything. And it's just like, Rocky's sure. like, I'm, I'm a fighter. You know, I, I do it because I gotta, pro- I gotta provide and so forth. And, and <laughs> Obi-Wan does even what Rocky does at the end of the, you know, he, he gets a little piece of meat and brings it back. Rocky brings it back home to Adrian. He brings it back home for the Eopi who he has to feed, <laughs> which he's always cutting. Like, it's like three or four times they show up cutting a little tiny piece of meat for his, uh, for, for his beast of burden that, 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 you know, drives him home every night. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that was a, that was a, I feel like there were a lot of details like that, that mm-hmm. show you that the Jedi in him is still alive, that he's still compassionate and merciful. And he's compassionate, but here's the feelings of other creatures. And, you know, oh, I, I think know. he totally that has really that. Cool. I think he is very, I think he has, well, okay. This is where I was going with this question here. Okay. Yeah. We have two Jedi who we've known within the saga who have, feeling broken and beaten you have luke in in the sequel in the sequel trilogy and you have obi-wan here in in this in this kenobi series okay very good comparison yeah is now this is what i was thinking okay yeah go ahead does obi-wan's journey here he's broken and beaten down do you think he has he has cut himself off from the force or do you think he has just let his force powers just drain and he's out of practice? Because oh, Luke specifically I, says, I cut he, myself he, off from this completely. Right, which is a nod, which is a nod to KOTOR 2. That right? is, yeah, 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 I, you're which right. Which is amazing, yeah. which is unbelievable. Anyway, as an aside, so I, I feel like Obi-Wan just let it slide. I don't think he did anything. He was just, I feel like he was actually... It's, there's a lot of things here which uh, are so interesting, and one of them is I think he was dealing with depression. I think he was. He was I was depressed. going to use that word, but I didn't know if that was appropriate to say. It is. No, I think, <laughs> I think, I think he is. I think he is think thoroughly depressed. Think, yeah, and I think it's real, and it's affect. It's affecting his ability to act in the world. So it's it's real. Yep. And I think that it's neat that they show a powerful, talented person with uh, uh an illness he really yeah. had a depression he could not get back in the moment 
And I think the emotional journey and his his development over the course of the series was brilliant. I, I really liked how it, it didn't just happen overnight, you know? Mm-hmm. It, 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 you can see him getting stronger in every episode the more he engages. And and that final moment when he thinks of the of the two children, Anakin's two children, yep. Yep. and how much he loves them. And it's kind of like remembering how much he loved his friend. Yep. You know? Uh, and that's what gives him the strength to fully reconnect because it's not, a, he real. I think what he realizes then is it's not about him. Like, mm. and that's the commitment that every Jedi has to have. It's not about you. It's you, about your ability to like make it, like maintain the, the balance of the force in, mm-hmm. in the universe and to fulfill the will of the force in the universe. And that doesn't have to do with you. And, and so, and so once he realizes he can, he can again live for something greater than himself, so then he gets his connection back to the force. It, it really goes back to that idea that that Qui Gon really tried to to drill into him that in Episode One, this whole idea, this concept of like, what is the living force asking of you right now? What is oh, it? Cool. I mean, it seems like maybe his his depression or his in a, or or because of, of 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 the of the situation that he's been put in. I mean, it's yeah. If you're, you're you're he's working a mindless job with the only with the only command that he's supposed to like, or, or the only mission that he's supposed to keep Luke safe, watch after him, and wait for something to happen. We don't even right. know. I mean, it was it's it seems right. like like I mean, it, it just mentioning Qui Gon. I can't believe we got to see Qui Gon as a force goes at the end that was was magnificent magnificent. (laughs) and and the way that they set it up is that they they, like he's constantly asking for his master's help or like to to communicate exactly exactly and he was saying and he he says i've always been here i've or he says like i've yeah he says i've I've always been been. i've been with you and it only i mean it's almost like like the that that concept like you know you are really in charge or you have the power within yourself to change anything on on a dime. If you really wanted to to defeat Anakin, you could have done that, but you chose not to. You chose not to do that. Uh, just to come back to what you were saying, uh, because yeah. of that, I, I don't want to forget this idea. It, after that duel, I sat yeah. there and I said to myself, my God, he had the ability to end Vader right now. To do exactly yeah. what he says to, well, he tells Luke to do, twenty some odd years later, when, when it, it was almost right. like sitting oh, here telling so me that you know at this time, the reason that this story huh. works so well is that he has the same hope that Luke has in him, saying when he saw Vader's mask pull, it's, it reminded me of the same way that when Ahsoka knocks in a similar duel. When she yeah. cuts off that mask and she finally realizes it's Anakin and you hear her say, by the way, we're going to be uh, just letting you know, I am going to, to Fan Expo Boston this uh, August and Ashley Eckstein's going to be there and I plan to mention this to her. One of the most powerful scenes is when she not, is when she chops off that, that piece of Vader's mask, sees Anakin and says, has this breath and she's like, Anakin, like this whole realization that this is right. literally what Obi-Wan says, what have you become? Yeah. But the fact that she calls him Anakin, the fact that he sees his face, and that, and, and I think Hayden played this role for somebody who had barely no face time in the series because he was behind a mask, or whether he was like showing himself as 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 the young Anakin. Um, 
I thought he did such an amazing job, just the way his eyes were moving and he looked at him. Because you sense when he was hearing that 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 breathing that he gets is like a return of the Jedi when his respirator or whatever that he has is is start is 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 you know not working not yeah. working and you hear the the breath and but he it it's almost like when he says like when when Obi Wan has this like you know he's like you're you're forcing me to do again what I had to do back on Mustafar you're forcing me to do this and and I don't want to do this and for like I think a split second Anakin is sitting there looking at him saying like I don't want to do this almost the same way like Kylo Ren said to to Han I don't want to do this do something right did you notice the eyes yes yes so the eyes were brown for a moment get out of here yeah I think that I want to go back and watch I'm pretty sure the eyes were yeah, the eyes at first were brown, and then they turned back to that Sith. Wow, that's intense. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I, f- I feel like that's really that's what happened. And that's why I think the Emperor says to him, are you sure your feelings are clear on this? Because there is part of him that still loves um, Obi-Wan. You know? He couldn't, well, he couldn't destroy him. As much as he threw every single boulder on him, it was almost the same way that Anakin had left, or Obi-Wan left Anakin there on Mustafar, yeah. Thinking in his head, well, I, uh, the, the nature is going to take its course, and 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 he's and he's gone. But he couldn't get him. He couldn't get that. He wasn't willing to do that final blow. Yeah, he wasn't willing to do that final blow. The same way that Luke wasn't going to do that final blow. The same way that, you know, that. But but it, I just found it interesting that Obi Wan is taking the same stance as Luke at that time. Although I find it interesting that twenty five years later. As, as he's sitting there on Dagobah as a force goes with Luke and sits there and tells him, you know, you have to confront Darth Vader and you have to, you have to end him. And when Luke says, I can't just kill my father, and then Obi-Wan is like, then, then he's already won. What are we doing here? Yeah, I never understood I mean, that. It, it, but, but, it, but I think it's because, I really think it's because the way the story is going, as I was thinking about this, is that, like I said, you have another 20 some odd years to go before you get that redemption of Anakin. And by this time we have seen the empire take over. We've seen the emperor's, you know, you know, you know, strength just grow. Vader is still in basically in charge of, of almost practically everything. And, and he still seems to be that no Darth Vader, as opposed to Anakin Skywalker. Um, I just think that, a little bit of what Obi-Wan was showing yesterday is has slipped away by the time. Yes, he still feels, I think, that that there is that Anakin Scott. I mean, he tells the story to Luke in episode four. How does he say it? Your 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 father died at the hand of Darth Vader. Right, he was killed by, by yeah. Darth Vader, which is amazing because that's what Anakin says. Yeah. So that's what Darth Vader says. Yeah, yeah. that's that that oh that's god, that is interesting. Great, yeah, yeah. Good a connection. Great connection. Yeah. Yeah. And then Qui-Gon, when he says, I love that. And he says, hey, what took you so long? Yeah. No, like, but that's the I thing. I love that line. That's and then the he, says, he says, I was always here, but you weren't ready to see it. You know, it's funny and, that this comes know, now up. Now we have a long way to go. We have work to, to do. So we, we have work we to do, it. yeah. Like, like Obi-Wan's journey. And what's amazing is Yoda foresaw all of that. Yoda right? for, so yeah, yeah, I guess he, that, I guess he said, that, yeah. I mean, Obi Wan could have gone back to the Death Star and killed Darth Vader, but it wouldn't have meant anything necessarily. So, what instead of focusing more on training himself as a as a Jedi Master, he focuses on that singular aspect of learning how to 
transmute into energy or something like that. Oh yeah, to, to become a, to be more powerful than you could possibly imagine. You strike me down, yeah. I'm going to be, which he does. I mean, the fact that you got which, which is what happens. <laughs> yeah, and then Obi Wan basically destroys the Death Star. I mean, he helps Luke destroy the yeah. Death Star. I mean, yeah. it's it's uh, he does become more powerful, and 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 but he but he that only happens because I think he limits his focus in the next coming years to just learning how to do that from Qui-Gon. Yep. Yep. And, and and I think that that's that's kind of a neat thing, you know? It's kind of like uh he somehow he doesn't know how, but he knows that somehow Luke is the one to kind of retake the take the torch, you know? I think he no, he, he I think he realizes that fully come episode 4. I think it starts it started yesterday. When he says hello there to to Luke for the first time oh, and hands him his T sixteen uh, Skyhopper toy, um, oh. you know, I was re- so cool. I, I just recently got from uh, you know the, the 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 books that are coming out now. A lot of the legend books are being rebranded as essential legends. One of them is Kenobi by John Jackson Miller. So I re- I, I started rereading that book. It's a really good story. It takes place much closer to the time when he first hits Tatooine. And I think if you want to do yourself, you know, if you want to enjoy it, get a, get a good summer read, get that Kenobi book, because I think that there is a lot in that book which could stand on its own and still mesh in nicely with what we saw in this six, this uh, six episode series um, on Disney. Uh, it's, wow, it's cool. Yeah, really? it's it's a legend Sweet. story, which means it's not canonical. But I think it's like one of those stories that you could sit there and say, yes, it is. The reason I say this is because there is one of the things they do in this book, which I, I love, is that there's so many there throughout the book are vignettes of, of Obi-Wan trying to connect with Qui-Gon. And it's like it, it, they're very short, like two or three page, like, you know, vignettes that he's 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 really trying his hardest and if you think to yourself that he has been doing that for almost 10 years, trying to wow. connect to his old master, like all these employees, I mean, you hear about so many, t- like, like in, in, in so many faith communities of people who will spend years and years and years, you know, imploring a deity to, to answer them, to, 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 to show them a sign or to give them, you know, a hint of that what they're doing is is right and can you give me a little hand here and there uh, for the most part I don't think anybody in, in our world gets able to see like an actual reality to that but for but for Obi-Wan it's like you know it, it, you know imagine like you're on that on Tatooine for that amount of time and you, you still don't know what's if I mean it must have been maddening for him to try yeah, to connect to his master and he's still I mean I'm curious of whether or not he's even connected to connected to Yoda at all. That's an interesting question. I think he's probably not so connected. I'm to thinking Yoda. they're not either. They're I'm thinking far. they're yeah, they're also far, yeah. like they wouldn't do that as a way of like, you know, staying as hidden as they possibly could from each other until the time until the time is right, we're gone. But um, Yeah, I mean it's an inter- it's an interesting uh, I think you're right. It definitely mirrors um, like Luke's kind of descent into like non Jedi ness or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I feel like they handled the the redemption of 
Obi-Wan here much better and it's much more sympathetic. I mean, yeah. you know, like, I mean, Obi-Wan had his entire world destroyed. I mean, yep. he, you know, uh, I, I think, I, I think Luke just, he, it was terrible what happened to him. It wasn't the end of everything. There were still other Jedi out there. There's okay. Now there's, he could have trained yeah. and, and he just, it just sounds, it seems like so out of character for him to be so whiny. You know, like I just I yeah. Don't I mean, know. I don't want to. I I understand, and, yeah, and I don't like, want to go there too much. But there's but that's what I want. This. I did want to bring it up a little yeah. bit to say, like we're yeah. seeing a, a story of a broken Jedi who is able to, you know, rise up as a hero is supposed to. Um, like I'm not going to backtrack and say that I, I enjoyed the sequel trilogy. And when we do our yeah, when no, we when too. we do our when we do our our our, our commentaries on them, we'll, we'll dig more deeply into this. But it yeah. last night I sat there and I said, "My gosh, as much as you saw at the end of Rise of Skywalker, Luke as that force goes finally like, you know, having some completion to his to his life and even if you could say at the end of the last Jedi, maybe that was it." It was just such a painful way of watching Luke do it. It was a. Yeah, feel, it, it was. Yeah. It was. It, it did not make you feel that this is Luke Skywalker in a sense. I mean, yeah. I'm I'm getting this now as I as I watch. Like, <laughs> I mean, part of it is also it's like you know you put the right person in charge of a Star Wars story. Yes, you can use legacy characters, and if you want them to be the hero they could be the hero if you treat them right and you make the story like you know fit into to 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 the context of what what the whole story is about um i feel i i felt a little pinch of 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 angst last night when i was like saying gosh i really wish that we could have gotten a little bit more of that flavor of what we saw at the end of obi-wan at the end of yeah. rise of skywalker and granted oh, yeah, ray I mean, does fulfill that but i really yeah. really wanted to see luke have that fulfillment well yeah and i i also think that uh you know part of part of the original star wars the original trilogy and the prequel trilogy is it's supposed to be kind of um it's supposed to pull at your heartstrings. It's supposed to be yep. like, like show you like here's good, yep, and here's evil, yep, <laughs> and yep, and that's what they are. And this is such a great portrayal of that. Every successful Star Wars shows you the the difference between those two things, um, and and it also like and this is what I mean like about like following Lucas Lucas's vision. Like if you told me George Lucas made this, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have batted an eye. I would say, yeah, of course he did. It's, wow. it's Star Wars. Yeah. You know, uh, that's how good I thought it was. And, and that includes moments that were slightly cringe, cringy. Yep. <laughs> you know what I mean? Look, like George did not, was not shy about and, putting some cringe and, stuff into his own and, work. Okay. <laughs> and, no, but, but what, what I like about that is that he doesn't mind putting in, uh, like, it's hard to explain. Like in modern movies, like you'll have characters who are, who are portrayed as vulnerable, yep. but then they 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 know they're vulnerable, mm. and so they kind of put it off, and so they're not really vulnerable. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's interesting. Whereas wow. in, in yeah, in, in this, and this is what Lucas did so brilliantly. Like the characters aren't afraid. He's not afraid to show them actually vulnerable. Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. cringe. Like he shows Anakin as a teenager. He's cringeworthy because he's a teenager in love. So yeah. And he's vulnerable, and he's. I've really said that in. many that's a time. His, that that was yeah. his portrayal was exactly as 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 an eighteen year old boy at the time who's 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 lovesick. 
That's yeah, it. I mean, that's 100%. How, that's, uh, we, we know yeah. how they act. <laughs> yeah. And like, and then, and then in this, we show Obi-Wan, it, it, it's, it, he's actually vulnerable. It's not like a, and he's showing now, hey, look, I'm vulnerable. I know I'm vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Like, like to kind of put it off a little bit and still yep. make him, oh, I'm the protagonist, so I can't be truly vulnerable. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I just, especially the speech, like the, the, the talk he gave to Leia, I mean, his acting, first of all, his acting was was superlative. Everyone yep. in the show, the acting was phenomenal, like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. amazing. From the the little girl who played Leia, I mean, she's a superstar. Oh gosh, too. let's let's talk she about that like, a little bit here. To to the to the to the um the Inquisitor. I forgot. The yeah, name. Reva. Reva. I mean, she was so good in her story. I was thought so both her beautiful. and young Leia were oh, were two of the biggest surprises that came out of this series. That I was just like. I am so glad that they did not, at the end, knock off Reva's character. Yeah, I think there should. is so much that we could do with her character. I, wanna, <laughs> I, mean, I, I, that whole her redemption arc and how they included from the perspective of a child who was brutalized. Oh my God! Twice. I mean, that is like twice. Un, yeah, that's it's unbelievable. And 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 her performance was perfect. She she was awesome, and the story was was just so beautiful. How it how they told it but it's what's amazing about it and why i think it's like genuine mm-hmm. like lucas level star wars yeah is that the characters are vulnerable yep like really vulnerable and he's and the who, whoever wrote this i know ewan mcgregor uh was the producer i think the executive producer yeah yeah but whoever wrote this like i, I think it was it was a deborah chow um, uh she directed it i she forgot who the writer was i probably should have that considering i'm doing a podcast about the show but uh <laughs> no but i think i whoever wrote it like they nailed that thing about star wars and that's what's so beautiful about it because you can you 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 can relate to it as a human you well know? that's There's what some... i thought about about reva okay just if you want to talk a little bit more about here here We'll get some emails about this. Uh, as much, sure. like I said, as much as I enjoyed the sequel trilogy, there was something about Reva's character that, as her being a former Jedi who is now a Sith, who is able, or, or I should say, a former Jedi who is a Sith, who somehow has a redemption. Kylo had a redemption, but it certainly didn't leave... I don't think it it, it even came close to... to to the uh, you know, pulling the heartstrings as much as what Reva's story did. Yeah, it's not yep. like I mean Kylo was also a young Jedi. He was also in a temple at one time, and he was the one who 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 you know was in in a sense died there at the temple. I mean, she and herself, you know, while she I mean she was in God. I mean, just the 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 irony of it all that she's impaled by Anakin at Order sixty six and gets impaled again in Episode. <laughs> five of of obi-wan series in the same manner and to have vader sit there and say like you know how do you like that padawan and the fact that she knows him and that she i mean it it seems to mirror that kylo story in in its structure but but the fact is is that i feel so much more compelled to want to know more about what what's her story after this I mean, Obi-Wan's yeah, me like, I mean, he doesn't know really what to do with her at the end to say, like, you can make He's your, so, you make your own yeah. way now. But yeah, he I, was so kind to her, though. I mean, that's the overarching. And she like, was brutal those first couple episodes. She was pretty bad. And 
he was when he when he realizes you know that she's totally broken and that she she did redeem herself by not killing Luke. Here's the thing she, I want to ask about and, that because you probably know yeah, this, Luke, yeah, and, and, the Luke yeah. situation. Okay, just I gotta. She hears Bale's message of you know, Tatooine, Luke, children, children, or whatever. Does she realize that Luke is Anakin's? son does she, yeah. what she does yeah yeah she okay. does yeah totally and because she's she's a powerful uh you know uh forced user so she, she is in, yes she intuits she knows exactly what that is once she sees it once she hears it is she trying to do in luke as a way of getting to anakin and vader or is she yeah, taking revenge yeah. take it oh okay because okay. he killed all her children her friends who were children yep she wants to kill his child i didn't know at first when i was watching that i said is she just doing this to try to gain favor in vader's eyes by saying i killed i killed a force sensitive the same way you you tried to kill me make me the inquisitor i mean i could sense we I mean, obviously obi-wan is correct when she when he tells her where he says you're not serving vader you're hunting him you're 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 yeah, going after him she yeah, wants, she wants revenge. revenge but it's yeah. almost the same way that vader wants revenge on on the emperor too i mean it's 100%. always like two two sith you know that's yep. how they do it the rule of two yeah. but i yeah. just i wow that just it's, it's such amazing a, yeah oh it's so sweet it's such a it's really a and i just think it's a i honestly think it's one of the better star wars stories her story it's like it's so powerful i didn't expect it i did not expect i what's amazing about the twist is i did not expect her to end up also a protagonist i did not realize when i started I yeah said, okay i said yeah. that's the antagonist she's the enemy i mean so is vader but she's like enemy number two whatever. i thought she's she was going to have to i thought she was gonna have to pay the ultimate price the same way kylo and vader did in order to to have a full redemption but when she's sitting there on her knees in the sand there saying, I couldn't do it. And, and Obi-Wan basically tells her you've then, 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 then you are free. Now the fact that you didn't do that, you have all the opportunity now in the world to do something else. Yeah. I think it's, it's also like this story. This is what I think was so touching uh, when, what Obi-Wan says to the young Leia, um, I, it was so touching because what what's apparent to anyone who's a human is that <laughs> parents do the best they can. Yep. And and they always whatever parents always fail it, to to do what they really want. It's impossible yeah, I, to I, raise your yeah, kids perfectly. Yeah. Yeah. And so what's so beautiful <laughs> about that and what parents always hope is that their children will take the best parts of them and even go farther with it. You know, and so I thought that that was just such a beautiful, like, family idea. Like, you know, like you have all these amazing things from your parents, even though their story, he didn't say it, but we know as an audience, mm -hmm. even though they're, they failed, you know, like she couldn't, she didn't have the strength to live yeah. in a universe yeah. with Anakin. That's a, fa as Vader, and that's a yeah. failing because she had children. Yep. And Anakin, we know he failed. Yep. Um, but, but despite their failings, their goodness goes on in their children. And I just thought that was... Well, that was amazing what Obi-Wan says at the end. He says, you've, you've had, you had two wonderful parents. You had two wonderful parents. Idea, <laughs> you know? but, he, but we know what really happened. So it's just, it's like this beautiful idea that like, the goodness like goes on in your kids and and so on and so forth and it's just i, I just thought it was so it was so touching like just like 
what a beautiful idea it really and just is to, yeah and just that like here's goodness it's patience and kindness and love and you know going beyond yourself and seeing the bigger well, picture he really for something greater than yourself and then vader is the exact opposite of all those things yep he's angry and cruel and yep. petty and, yep and and can't see anything other than himself and so it's like it's such a beautiful well, like, he really impresses like, this upon play. upon um leia which i have to say okay like then i the actress they got to play young leia oh my gosh talk about nailing a part that i thought was I was thrilled, number one, that they were finally we were finally seeing a live action Alderaan in its fullness. Right? That I right? was really great? we've yeah. seen it a little bit in in Clone Wars. We saw a little bit at the end of Revenge of the Sith. We've heard about it in in the in the NPR radio dramas. You hear the the, the soundscape of what Alderaan's supposed to like give that audio feel to it. But uh, the fact that we got to see uh, Bill, I love seeing Bill Organa again. I, I really, I think Jimmy so Smith cool. really enjoys being able to reprise this role and be able to come in in these 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 parts. He came in for Rogue One. He came in for like you know Revenge of the Sith. He was here for this. But um, just to just to, to to mention Leia here, I thought that so much of what Obi Wan says to Leia forms the character that she is. The fact that he. I mean, I don't know if he knows in his head that that Leia and Luke are ever, ever going to get together later in life, and maybe that's when 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 we see you know the message that R two gives uh, in Episode four, which is really adds a whole bigger dimension now to this story, I think, than than we had beforehand. Um, I just thought that a lot of what he was saying to Leia impress makes her makes her the character that she is later on, and at the same time, yeah. I think so much of what Leia does, holding his hand, talking to him, making little jokes with him, it, it, it's around that same time that he's talking about like he he says I have vague remembrances of my parents and of a brother. And I didn't know if they were going to go back and it was going to be Owen who was going to be the brother or something like that, like they did in the comics, like or in the in the first novelization. But I think he feels fulfilled a little bit in a way that he has a family because I'm like you were saying his entire family of what he know the entire Jedi Order is gone, and the only one who who he knows is who he, who he thinks is alive is off on a swamp planet, and. He has no one. He doesn't even have his girlfriend who who died in the Cologne Wars, you know? I yeah, mean, right? it's 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 oh but another thing I was gonna say, do you think do you think what he I mean this seems I mean I'm I'm trying to pull something out of the hat here, which really isn't. But when he sits there and he looks at Leia when he's when he's <laughs> which I find funny was when they hitched that ride on that purely like farm farm truck or whatever, and 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 they're they're talking and he says, "You remind me of somebody I used to know who had a lot of a lot of strength and a lot of a uh, lot of you know very wise." Very... I, I, my first thought, yes, it's Padme. But do you think is anything in his head saying like you know it's Satine, <laughs> which I think is a oh, really long stretch. I mean, it was another very yeah, think... she's a very much like 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 a Padme character. But I didn't I know if he, that was. I thought he was referencing Padme. I thought uh, it was Padme as well too. But I just wanted yeah, to mention yeah. that as something that I. Yeah. That briefly hit my oh maybe because you know it's fun saying like you know who, who are the we sometimes forget that Obi Wan had a girlfriend for a bit of time as well, but um, yeah I think so the the writer uh, for Obi Wan is someone named Joby Harold yes okay Joby Harold also uh, 
was the he he was the producer. So he's the executive producer. Okay. Uh, on Obi Wan or the producer on mm -hmm. Obi Wan, Ewan McGregor I think was also a producer. Yes. And uh, Joby Harold did uh, Live Die Repeat or Edge of Tomorrow, uh, and John Wick Chapter Three, Transformers, a uh, bunch of other things too. Um, it's so funny anyway, you mentioning but, all this. I mean, yeah. as, as we if we were to go back into the archives, do you remember that episode that we did? Like it was a year before the Last Jedi came out, or maybe even before that. And, when it was announced that, or it had it like before that, <laughs> you said this guy Rian Johnson is going to be directing it, uh, the Last Jedi, and you gave like this. I'm really concerned. <laughs> it's part of the oh, podcast. did I really? I don't you remember. Really? <laughs> just, oh just a little offshoot here. If you want to go back into the archives, That's so funny. but uh, <laughs> I, I definitely felt a tremor in the force. I'll tell you I guess that you much. did. I guess I you really did. did. Yeah, I was like, you were really nervous. You said you watched one I of his was... movies that was like, you know, you said it's a good movie, but my God, talk about subverting expectations and like in every single yeah, scene. Yeah, that's his whole deal. Yeah. yeah, that's his whole. That's what he. But that's uh, what he regardless yeah. of that, regardless of that, so you have, like I said, the two Riva and Leia. I I thought they played. The last episode, I really enjoyed how they gave Baru and Owen, you know, some 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 heaviness to 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 their yeah, role. Totally. I mean, you see at the beginning when he's Owen is taking care of this kid and he is doing exactly what Obi Wan told him, basically protect the kid even from me, almost. When he's yeah, like, you know, and he and he and he lets yeah. him. He he's like, I have to keep this kid safe, and you are not safe. You are by far the farthest thing that 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 I could want. I mean, it explains a lot of what we see in episode four when we, when 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 she's like, you know, you gotta let Luke live his own life. You gotta. I mean, they do. They explain this a little bit more in the radio drama, I think, when when you see the conflict between Uncle Owen and 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 Aunt Beru is trying to like be the mediator between the two of them. Like Luke wants to go to the academy, but Owen's like, I don't think that's a good idea. I think your best that is he holds on to this mission that and he even says in the radio drop i remember he's like baru i'm going to protect him as long as i can and it this fear which unfortunately does come to fruition at the end when when owen baru pay with their lives yeah, you know no protecting yeah. the kid at at the ultimate cost and yeah. it's uh it, it it just showed how much that they they were willing to sacrifice it themselves my gosh they told luke run and they and and how were they going to defeat reva there was no possible way that they were going to be able to do that especially because they know um yeah what a jedi can do well they also they you see that like she doesn't want to kill them that's where i think it's kind of a it's a foreshadowing that she, she she's gonna do you think she really is feeling that with them at that time no, I I clear, I really clear. thought that it was that that no if she if she had been a true Sith she would have enjoyed like torturing them a bit and then she would have found she does take her lightsaber out yeah but it's just she's she's blocking she's just okay yeah no she's she injures them but it's not it I mean it's serious but it's yeah. not she doesn't want to kill them did so you see that like, shot Owen gave her yeah it was great. oh it gives her I was like my gosh you really got a shot into well, her. I think, <laughs> I mean, you get, I think the portrayal of Owen is amazing. He's he's kind of stern. Like he's kind well, of he's, like he's not the nicest guy. Like he's just he's not like he would be like, "Hey Owen, let's hang out and get a beer." Like it'd be like, "Hey, I'll see you later." Like uh, I don't want to hang out with Owen. Like I, look, I he's it, he is he, a hardened man, moisture like, farmer. No. Remember his father, yeah, Clig sure. Lars, who 
they have had cars. their run-ins. Yeah, I mean, they lift. I mean, you really do Squeeze get my uh, wife. Yeah, no, I'm just finishing up reading this book by yeah. Troy Denning. I'm getting back into a lot of my old EU called Tattooing oh, Ghost. And nice. it goes into so much. You, I won't tell the whole story, but it basically you do get a better picture of, of Owen. You get a better picture of Shmi. You see what oh, cool, was going really? I mean, they really live a hardened life from going from slaves to or Shmi from a slave to, to being on the moisture farm, which isn't exactly an easy life and dealing with the, the Tuscan Raiders. Huh. And at the same see? time, they yeah. know that Anakin's out there. And it, it, they know that he isn't exactly, you know, he, he's, he, they, they know what he did. They know that he is, that, that he is dangerous. They know what he's become. And now that they're in charge, I mean, to me, this whole series gave a little bit more, like I said, weight to, to these other characters, such as, which I think, yeah, I think they deserve it. True. I think Owen Baru For deserved sure. that, that honor of being able to say like, when Luke looks at all the people and, and can say, like, you know, who are the people who formed Luke Skywalker as, as a Jedi Knight? I think Owen Baru, my gosh, they, like I said, they literally sacrificed their lives in, in protecting him. So Yeah, no, it's it's totally true. And I um, I think that they also developed a little bit over the course of the series, you know? I they mean, did, yes. He, he lets Obi-Wan at least meet Luke, you know? Oh, I was um, loving it. I didn't think he was, was going to so do cool. that at the end. I yeah, really I didn't, didn't think that was, to- was so going to happen. I think it's an example. A lot of the things that went down in the show are examples of how you both um, kind of usurp expectations mm-hmm. and at the same time fulfill expectations. Yeah, it was very brilliant. Uh, Joby Harold is a is a master writer. He's mm-hmm. unbelievable. Uh, I want to go check out some more of his films. I mean, it, this was, it was brilliantly written, and Deborah Chow. The directing was was awesome. I love that um, they kept her as the full director for all six episodes. Yeah, me too. I think that gave it a a fullness that, not to say that I like I said I did not that I didn't enjoy Mandalorian or Boba Fett, but you maybe it's me. Sometimes you felt like the difference in 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 how an episode was. I and and part of me thinks that that's due to directing but i don't know enough about filmmaking to know if it really does but i just felt like this there was like a there was a cohesiveness within all six of these episodes that just gave it and i think you even said this to to me is like you know i want to go back and i want to be able to like just binge this like you know one to six back to back to back to back to see how it goes well so i do i think i'm gonna do that for sure but one of the things i uh we had actually watched uh, my daughter and I actually yeah. watched episodes two and three right before this started. Oh, you did! I gotta tell. That's why I say it's like. Oh it conti- wow! It, it, it just like continues the story. It's like the prequels. This is the finish. This is the end of the prequels. Mm-hmm. I feel like this is the end of the story of the prequels. Like it's just ties up all. The, it's just amazing to do that. Do you think so there's you, anything else that could be? Would you want to see a second season of Obi Wan? I I don't think I would. I mean, I think I. I mean, I would love to. It, I, it, I think it would have to be, like, I don't think they could do it. Um, I think they could make like a play out of it. I know that sounds mm. weird, but like an like a like in a theater, like it could be. It's almost could be like a like like a two character play with some flashbacks, like where you have Obi Wan who's who's learning how to transmute into pure energy. Mm-hmm. But but in order to do that, he has to absolutely let go of his entire 
ego entirely. He has to completely go through his whole life and everything and let go of everything so they could show I say, that yeah. process like in a in a play, like an hour hour and twenty minute play. I, I would take a second uh, would, season of Obi Wan in a second. I think but. that would. <laughs> well, I just don't think they're meaning. I don't like that's what's left to do. I mean, we. I don't. He doesn't see Vader again. You know what I would say would be good for, for a second is, season yeah. would be would, would be to turn it into because as as you're taking it, I could see as you're talking about this. Can you imagine you, you talk about two characters? A, a radio drama as i keep bringing up the radio drama oh, npr yeah, radio can you imagine idea. a radio yeah. drama with the sounds and everything of obi-wan and qui-gon and hearing their lessons or hearing i mean to, to me that, that that's would, like that a theater of the mind's yeah. eye right there you know it's... That would, that would, <laughs> i would love to see that i i would i mean i i would love if in like future star wars somewhere yeah if if Reva is somehow still living, that there's some role for her or something. Like I just, I think her story was so compelling. I just, I just want them to tie that up. Like I just kind of want to know what happened to her. You know? I want more. Yeah, I definitely. I mean, there's always a book, and as as EU fans, that would be. But I would really love to see her story take place in in some sort of live action series or or, or be able. I mean, I don't know if you could do this if where you could. I mean, is she, do you think she has the possibility of still being around at the time of, of, of like, like an Ahsoka series or, or, or the next season of A Mandalorian of being able to see an older Reva who is maybe like like Ahsoka, you know, a Force-sensitive, but she is no Jedi, you know? Somebody yeah, who, think, who has, like, yeah. you know... Well, that's interesting. I mean, yeah. I only maybe bring it up because it's like that. Yeah, yeah, I mean... That would be amazing. Yeah, I would love to see her in that... Um, I th- I still I just she was man was she, what a here's a question actor. for you She's by the amazing. way oh yeah and yeah. I I have to say that that uh, I'm just gonna I feel so bad at at the backlash she got after that first episode from I mean yeah, it was like, I mean, it was really I mean you talk about every every community has like their crazies and so forth who are going to like you know just do stuff to 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 be obnoxious but it was just she had come to celebration she had. It was really. I felt like, golly, is this how you get introduced to? But regardless, um, well, I, I, think I think she should know that well, that that there is a lot of love for her character, and there is a lot of. I mean, like I said, I, I thought she was biggest awesomest surprise out of that entire yeah, Obi Wan series. Her stories, her story was awesome. I love, I loved it, and it, it fills a gap in about the prequels and about star Wars that we had, we didn't know. And I, mm-hmm. I'm thrilled that she was in it. And I think it, it, you know, you have to say like there are racists and there's still a lot of racism and, yeah, yeah. and, you know, unfortunately that's the world we live in. And, um, I think part of the part of star Wars is like a space fantasy almost. And yep. I feel like sometimes, <laughs> you know, people who are particularly not connected with reality yep. can escape into it. And um, oftentimes uh, one of the unrealities that, that people who check into uh, who are racist mm-hmm. check into is that there is no racism. It's like this weird dichotomy. So I just, I want to put it out there. There is racism and it exists in, in many places yeah. and yeah, it exists within not. the Star Wars community and it's entirely unacceptable. Uh, if you are a racist, then you know nothing about Star Wars. Exactly, period. exactly. And question, life. Qu- yeah, <laughs> you know, basically, yeah. Yeah. Uh, here's here's a question. We're 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 getting ready to wrap up here, but uh, um, yeah. And I'm sure we're gonna you know if we can get back 
if we can get Dan out of out 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 of the uh, dislo- <laughs> disclosed location for another <laughs> another podcast, that'd be great. Although we do, I do have uh, what what you know a. a a, a special co-host who was on the show at one time or whatever had mentioned that he that he wanted to also like have his thoughts on this as well too so maybe we can get us all three together on here for something nice but um awesome as as you look back on it can you i mean i have one but do you have a is there an aspect of of the obi-wan kenobi series that you thought was missed that there was a missed opportunity for myself i will say that that i think that Yes, they mentioned Padme, and the fact that they that Leia takes Padme's holster is is gives that you know mentions her and 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 gives it significance. But I really thought that you know you go back to the story. You just watched episode two and three, and my gosh, we saw we saw that flashback with Obi Wan and Anakin in the temple. They are practicing lightsaber moves. Part of me was like the. Yes, he wanted the Anakin wanted the power, and he wanted to be able to be the most powerful Jedi on the planet. But part of me is like, this thing also unraveled on him because he had this love for Padme, and I just felt that somehow, somewhere, you needed to get uh, Natalie Portman yeah. into this. She was doing Thor. She was she was filming it there in in in, in Hollywood at the time. I mean, there could have been. I I don't see why they wouldn't have tried to. You know, shoehorn her, her into this somehow, <laughs> where you had it. They did it. I mean, they brought back Liam to 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 have that that Force Ghost of Qui Gon. I would have thought that they would have tried to like pull in. Now maybe they were thinking like so much of that was done in the animated Clone Wars series that we there's nothing else to 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 do. But I really feel that part of the reason why Anakin is Vader is because of his unrelenting love that he had for Padme and the fact that once she was gone there there was no hope I I now have to become the worst the worst thing the galaxy has ever seen and to be able to 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 show a flashback or to be able to 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 show the opposite of it to show that he was maybe show them as 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 husband and wife in 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 live action where 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 they're you know they're together and they're they're acknowledging the fact that this isn't that this marriage is very tough, and that this and 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 maybe they talk about how they're going to once the war is over that we're 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 going to give this all up and we're just going to go back to Naboo and we're going to have a a life that I want and the babies are going to be fine and yeah you yeah, know I mean I, I, I felt there was a missed opportunity yeah, yeah. I thought there was a yeah, missed opportunity I, I hear, there yeah I agree no I agree with you would have I think that would have add, definitely added to it. Um, I, I feel like, you know, they did that in, uh, I, I'm, I, we, it's a whole nother episode we could yeah. do, <laughs> um, but I, I did play um, the first two episodes of Vader Immortal. Yeah. Uh, and um, the, the VR game. Yeah, the Ver. Uh, yeah, the Ver. <laughs> yes. And they, <laughs> and they go deep into, like, his obsession with Padme and that, and... Um, so it's just it's interesting so um i know a lot of people think, don't want to have yeah. padme in there because they feel like you know that takes away from the vader who we're who, who vader is supposed to be completely devoid of oh, any really? sort of is love that, and really? part of me feels that. like there's just but it's got to be they... that inkling of it there has to be an yeah, inkling but... of him remembering or knowing that there was i thought maybe while well, he's in that back to tank 
while he's having all these visions and so forth that have maybe yeah, some vision her. of Padme. Yeah. Especially when no, we're talking about, that... like, yeah. Leia in Obi-Wan keeps talking about, like, Padme's mentioned a bunch of times in this series. Your mother, your father, your your, your parents. I mean, yeah, they, they give these illusions, but I was just like, gosh, I really, really, really wish they had somehow convinced Natalie Portman to, to be part of this or, or, or right. they, they saw the way of, of being able yeah. to to give that because I think seeing her there and maybe in some different scene, we like I said, we see her just, I mean, in Revenge of the Sith, there's like one or two scenes or two or three scenes that there you see them as husband and wife and you see yeah, they're very conflicted really and they're very you, yeah. i mean they 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 say they love and they hug each other and they they talk about what they're going to do and about the baby and but i mean i can it, it to me there was always something i always thought that 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 you really need to show like a a full love between anakin and padme in a sense where it's it's just showing them as as like you know that it could have been different like the same way i i guess that when i read the stories of in the expanded universe of of luke and mara j that that would that could have been anakin and padme in a sense but yeah it would have been it, i agree i think that would have added i think my only my only, my only criticism is yeah. i wish they would have spent a little bit more money on some of the makeup like, oh yeah, and some and, and some of the special effects I thought were just a little bit off. Um, I will say Hayden looks he looks older, even yeah, with a Padawan braid. He did look very yeah, just, very old for who he was. And was yeah, they that. just yeah they could have done a better job with that. So did Obi Wan. They tried to make him look young. It just it just didn't work. But I'll tell you the truth. I don't really care. <laughs> like no, you the brought the two people who had story. to be back there. You brought the two yeah. two actors who had to be there for that. That was the yeah, important I mean, part, right? I mean, and and I'm just thrilled with the story arc and the and the emotional journey of all the characters, including Darth Vader. Yeah, um, uh, he's the only one who doesn't really change, which is amazing. Except there, I want to go back and watch and look at the eyes and and see did his eyes? I, I feel like I was looking. I'm like, oh my god, his eyes are brown. That is really and, interesting. That is really looks, really interesting. He looks down and looks back up again, and they're like red and and inflamed. Like for a moment, I feel like he had a moment of like clarity. You know, speaking of the eyes and, and everything, one of the things I did enjoy a lot was seeing those shots of Mustafar and the castle and him sitting on that throne. I mean, you, you're starting to get the feeling that he doesn't spend most of his time on on his Star Destroyer, which, well, maybe he doesn't have his Star Destroyer yet. He has that super mega Star Destroyer that we see in, in Empire Strikes Back that he's on. Yeah. But um, you get the feeling that he prefers his solitude with his acolytes, I guess, on Mustafar. Like, that is where... And one of the things I found interesting was, is when he is talking to the Emperor at the end of the show there... You know, you see the emperor on in that hologram as he as yeah, he's talking was, to him. It was Ian McDermott. Yeah, it is. It was Ian McDermott, yeah. which was great to see him again. Um, yeah. I I thought it was interesting because in Empire Strikes Back, he is there on his knee in you know as he as he's talking to to the emperor <laughs> from his own home and his own living room. It's, it's like Archie Bunker sitting in his like chair or whatever, <laughs> sitting there. <laughs> Yes, my lord, and I'm not going to get up and nail at you. You're in my house right now. So it's like, I thought it was just a 
I thought it was interesting. I mean, it maybe he's bowing to, to the Emperor and the Empire Strikes Back because he has fallen from grace for having the you know blown it with the death star the we we haven't you know we're 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 behind schedule now and in, in, in finding skywalker but uh at that moment as he's sitting there in in this throne it's it's almost as if like he's talking to an equal yes my master we will find him and i will destroy him and i will get him this time and but it just seemed like i, I didn't get the feeling of of master and apprentice it's oh, almost like you know yeah. he's he's at this point in time, it's almost as if like we know that because we know I think that or the uh, I think the legend is is that Palpatine went to seclusion after he took over and, and and reorganizes the Empire, and that Vader is maybe maybe he Vader is the face of 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 the Empire as it is. We really don't oh, get to. We, yeah. I don't know if we know that that how much of the outside of the of of the military knows that. Darth Vader is the right hand man. I mean, we get the idea. I think that that people. The only reason I say this is because I there was a um, that book called um, From a Certain Point of View, which came out with mm-hmm. all these like small little short stories of of Star Wars: The Empire Strikes Back, taken from a different point of view of like one character. In the first yeah. one, in the Star Wars, in the Episode Four one, it one of the Rebel officers is talking and he's saying like you know he had, he was one of the ones who survived. Um, that attack when they when the rebels had taken the uh, the stolen plans from the Death Star from uh, from Scarif and, and, and got away, and he talks oh, about he's he's like there was this machine there I don't know what the heck this thing was but it was low it was it was destroying our men it was coming after us like they didn't know about Darth Vader oh they had no idea oh. they they didn't know what this thing was. <laughs> That was oh, totally so. I don't know how oh. much of Vader is known to the outer to the outer world, but yeah. uh, it's just one of those well, things that I. That no, that's amazing. I mean, he he, it's just he's it's such a sad story. I mean, it's just it's so tragic. He's such a tragedy. I mean, it's just, and I think that's another brilliant, brilliant idea from George Lucas, which is evil is is never attractive. It's tragic. Can can I bring up another? Uh, yeah, small sure. thing yeah. as I was thinking about right now. I know we're growing over the time, but whatever. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah, uh, that's good. <laughs> as I was watching this, I actually went back to, to a couple of the scenes from uh, from the Force Unleashed, just because I wanted to rewatch some oh, of the scenes yeah, of amazing. of like the real Force powers of the pulling down things. And but <sighs> part of me still thinks. <laughs> That you could do, that you could somehow shoehorn the, that Force the Leash story into a into a canonical story. There's some things you could take you you need to take out maybe because they don't they don't really fit well with how the rebellion starts. But I just feel like so much of what we saw of Vader in this series, it's a lot of like what we see him in, in, in this story. I'm going to reread again, actually, the, the, the novelizations of The Force Unleashed and The Force Unleashed 2 this summer. But part of me is just was like thinking, gosh, the same way I feel that the Kenobi book by John Jackson Miller and the Kenobi series could, could work well together, I feel that there is something between this series and those Force Unleashed books that would actually fit in nicely, this this whole idea. And maybe just because I got, uh, you know, from, from Star Wars Celebration, a uh, 
an acquaintance of mine was able to get me a uh, an autograph from Sam Whitwer on my Forced Unleashed 2 uh, gaming guide, which was awesome. But uh, so I'm thinking about all this Forced Unleashed stuff recently. But I just oh, it's I, amazing. I, That's I just such a great autograph. Yeah, it is. It is. But the uh, the stories itself. I do. You th- do am I completely off track on this? That the story no. in that could could somehow no, no, I, fit I mean, in. No, I think it could. It, they'd have to alter it a, a bit, but I think the fact that Vader could have, you know, kind of lied to someone and made them feel like they were his only apprentice. Um, yeah. At, while at the same time having the Inquisitors, um, I think that that could work, actually. That could be pretty interesting. I, I feel there's so much subterfuge going on and so much backstabbing, which is what a good Sith does, of course. But uh, it it just it just seems that a lot of this would fit in. Because so, part of me also thinks that there's there should be a third part to that Forced Unleashed series. There's they, oh, they, we they, always which, we always want to see a third yeah. part. And part of me was thinking, God, can you imagine if we had a situation? Could could Reva fit into somewhere that that she helps redeem Star Killers? <laughs> I mean, oh, these, that's interesting. Yeah, huh. all these, all these things huh. that, that not that Starkiller wasn't redeemed at the end, but just that he he finds himself a uh, you know a master in 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 a fallen Inquisitor named Riva. But um, anywho, that's a uh, great idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's huh. good stuff. Yeah. Good stuff. Uh, yeah. Well, those are our thoughts for uh, this uh, post. Uh, or I should say our post thoughts for this uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi series. I'm sure we're going to get back on and, and, yeah. and go over this some more because you know that we've, we've still got a full summer before, uh, <laughs> before well, Andor starts. So they, had, gonna... they actually had a, a sale on, um, on, on VR for uh, tales from galaxy's edge. No kidding. Really? Oh, wow. Yeah. So it's like, however many episodes it is, it was like 10 bucks for all, all of them. Oh, yeah, did you get them? I got him. I haven't played him yet. So oh wow! Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, it, it's supposed to be amazing, actually. Uh, and I still ha- I have. I, it was like a package deal. It was like that plus Va- the third of Vader Immortal. Oh nice. So I have, yeah. So I'm gonna go back and play all of them, and maybe we. C- I could. I could help. I could inform the public on. I mean, I already like the first two, but I could, you know, do a little review or something. Oh, and just to just to let everybody know, uh, I think I mentioned earlier, Fan Expo boston august august 14th yeah fan, yeah, yeah i'm, I'm gonna I'm, be there are you guys are you gonna do you think you're gonna be there i think i am yeah oh, nice to work out a little bit of the details and nice you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to meeting the, the two the two big names um I'm, I'm looking forward to uh fun to get to meet anthony daniels and ashley eckstein those that's are amazing. on the list those are on that's the list amazing. yeah that's unbelievable tjw podcast will be there sweet do you, you think? Do you think? Do you think either want to say something might, on the podcast? I think it might come. Yeah, yeah, I think it might come. That would be great. <laughs> That'd be fun. That'd be fun. That'd be really fun. Well, we'll keep you. We'll keep everybody informed of uh, of our activities. If we're there, maybe we'll 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 do some on the fly podcasting uh, on the convention floor. But um, yeah, I think that wraps it up for 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 tonight. If you want to uh, send us a message, go to our Facebook page, the Traveling the Jelen Wastes Podcast Facebook page. Send us a message there. Let us know uh, your thoughts on uh, the Kenobi series. Uh, do you have anything? Uh, any? I was just talking about expanding universe. You know, ideas connected into into the series. Do you have any any theories? Any ideas that you would want to uh, to see happen? Uh, let us know. And uh, I think that does it for us tonight. So for all of us here at the podcast, I'm Mark. I'm Dan. And you have been traveling the Jumlin wastes. Have a good night, all. <laughs>